Good evening. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the Ninth Amendment of the Constitution. Construction, construction of the Constitution. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be constructed to deny or disbarge others retained by the people. That is the Ninth Amendment of the Constitution. We will be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. Uh, this is going to be the three um, segments for tonight's episode. Hamas leaders are worth billions thanks to foreign donors and taxes on smuggled goods. YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram censors alleged Nashville shooter manif- manifesto. Report most Americans support Netanyahu's call to reject a sense uh, ceasefire so we'll start off with uh, Hamas leaders are worth billions thanks to foreign donors and taxes on smuggled goods Hamas is reported let's see Hamas is reportedly the second richest terrorist group in the world after the Islamic State thanks to taxes on items smuggled through tunnels and contributions from foreign supporters. The Hamas terrorist group has numerous financial resources and a recent social media post shared by Israel's embassy in the United States highlighted the divide between the organization leaders and the Palestinian people they claim to represent. The 65-second film states that among terrorist groups, Hamas has an annual turnover of $1 billion dollars second only to the islamic state which is projected to have an annual turnover of two to three times that of other terrorist organizations it mentions that because hamas prioritizes tunnel construction above essential infrastructure like water treatments in wells 12 percent of gaza's pediatric facilities are due to tainted water Fatalities, sorry. Gaza's pediatric fatalities are due to tainted water. It also calculated the estimated net worth of a number of Hamas officials, all of whom reside in Qatar, hundreds of kilometers away from Gaza. Senior leaders, Islam, Hanaya, and Mashal, are both estimated to be worth $4 billion. That is crazy on how much each individual is worth having to do with Hamas. And a lot of this money has been given back to him thanks to what Biden had changed when he entered back into office. And then recent with uh, freezing up money, Or, yeah, unfreezing money 
to give for exchange of hostages. They still claim that they have been able to refreeze those. I just don't. Uh, I just don't see how that was possible because it doesn't make any any sense at all. Once you unfreeze it, it, it gets transferred over. But they say that they got it refreezed. But I don't think that really matters because obviously they are supporting everything that is being taken place by Iran and. Like that, like that, like I said, that they're getting, they get a ton of money. They're worth a ton, and they're just having to do with evilness. And they are ones that use TikTok, and are getting young people, like from here in America, to believe in their lies. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that need to be changed, and a lot of things that are being taught in schools that also need to be changed, because. It's like here recent where um, Islamah Biladin has that, uh, what was it, like an essay that was written to, or a letter written to the United States about 20-something years ago when he died, when he's been dead since 2010. And now it was put out there by an organization that was based out of U the U.K., and a lot of people are believing it. There's uh, one individual that's on TikTok. She has like, what was it I think they said? Um, Seven million follow followers. And she went ahead and uh, was saying that, they, that people need to read it because it's going to change their lives on the way they look at America. But also you got to realize what it says on there is that how in the world is America, uh, what he says to America is how in the world can we allow women to go ahead and vote, to work? They're supposed to be uh, taking care of being at home. Um, kind of like th uh, throwing parties for their men when they invite people over. Um, they shouldn't... Uh, they shouldn't have any rights at all. They shouldn't be able to own, any, own anything. I mean, that's taking women back to the to the pre-opportunity of having everything that was fought for. Because there was a time that w women weren't able to own land or anything. If they did and they got married, it was handed all over to the husband. Like say that the only child of the family was a, a daughter... And the father left everything to her. She would lose it all. All that finally did change, but it didn't happen for a long time. Not till well, what was it, sixties and seventies, nineteen sixties and nineteen seventies to clear that up because history is being changed in the schools. And now you're just you're willing to give all that up that that was fought for. By women. Same thing with, uh, like I mentioned before, that 9-11 has been looked at differently in history books being taught in school. That the United States is the ones that caused, the, caused it. When it was Osama bin Laden that did it. That's why we had to go after him and his whole group to kill him off. And then... You have Biden that gave it all back to him by 
getting out of Afghanistan and opening the borders. And now we're just on a time clock of when the next 9-11 will take place. And the way things are going, it could possibly be soon and possibly by our own young people that are American citizens because they believe in the lies and we allow it to take place because you have everybody that's in Congress that doesn't do anything about it, especially Democrats. They, they go right along with it and make people, the young people, believe that it's the truth. And the bad part is you all went ahead and voted these individuals in. But it can be changed, but it has to be done quickly or else everything will be lost. And that's the sickening part. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. This is the second segment for tonight's episode. YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram incensors alleged Nashville shooter manifesto. A, pop, a, popular, cons, a popular conservative podcaster and com, commentator Stephen Crowder, who posted the purported Nashville school shooter Manifesto has been recently censored by major platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Crowder had re released part of Andrea Hale's manifesto on his podcast and social media accounts on Monday, which was later targeted by big tech censorship. On March 27, 2023, Hale Haley murdered three adults and three nine-year-olds at the convent Christian private school before being fatally shot by police responding to the scene. The manifesto handwritten on lined paper was reportedly leaked to Crowder and even aired on his show Louder with Crowder. The document unveiled Haley's targeted groups like Crackers with White Privilege as well as other detailed notes referencing how the mentally ill assailant intended to carry out the shooting. According to court records released earlier this year, Haley, a biological female who identified as a transgender man named Aiden, maintained more than 20 journals and distributing notes scribed inside or we are aware of that assertion, said a Tennessee police spokeswoman on Monday. However, the spokeswoman also said that it was too early to confirm the authenticity of the notes and that authorities were currently investigating the matter. Crowder has announced that he will be reposting the episode on Rumble, a Canadian video platform that is geared toward towards free speech, unlike YouTube. 
if you pay attention, I did did mention that when I saw that that had come out that uh, that oh, it was leaked out of the manifesto of uh, the Tennessee shooter. But to see still, you have big tech still trying to censor when it's supposed to be free speech, and yet here they are. You got YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram taking off the posts, still trying to be able. That shows you right there that once we get into 2024 for the uh, election, you know that if anything comes out, they're going to start to try to censor any of that because they're still doing it from what they did back in 2020. They haven't learned anything from the first time. Not even with the, after the fact that they were put in front of Congress, questioned as why they were censoring uh, Joe Biden and his son and the laptop when it's been proven that that would have made a bigger difference to the election. And they affected the election by not giving the people the choice of being able to make a decision off of the full information. And here they are, they're doing it again. It's supposed to be free speech, not controlled by any entity. And they're an entity that are uh, controlled th through the government with Joe Biden. And they go along with it and they obviously keep censoring. But they won't sit there and censor anything that Hamas puts out there that can affect our children. They don't. They don't take that off. But here, here they are taking this off right away. So, like I said, obviously they didn't learn anything, and for people that use those platforms, should stop using them. That's the only way you can teach them not to censors hurt them where it, where it counts is when it was the pocketbook because the way they make their money is off of how many people how many people are on their platforms data information about each individual that caught that's how they make their billions of dollars but will there be anybody to be able to make those changes who knows but that's that's the only way you're going to be able to change to be able to still keep free free speech and not be get not be getting censored because they're just going along with the government. The Democrats. Let me be clear on that one. We'll be back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the third segment of tonight's episode. Report. Most Americans support Netanyahu's call to reject a set, uh, ceasefire. The majority of Americans have backed Israel Prime Minister ben Benjamin Netanyahu in his decision to deny calls for a censorship, uh, ceasefire in relations to the IDF's retaliation attacks on Gaza that... Remain 
continuous due to Hamas' refusal to free all Israeli and American hostages, according to a report. While there'll be no ceasefire, general cease general ceasefire in Gaza without the release of our hostages, Netanyahu declared, according to a Rasmussen report. National survey: Most American citizens favor Netanyahu, with over two-thirds agreeing with his decision to reject requesting for a ceasefire in Gaza without the release of all hostages. In the survey, it was determined that 54% of likely United States voters have a favorable view of Netanyahu's, including 28% with a very favorable imp impression. However, 31% view Netanyahu unfavorable, including 15% with a very unfavorable view. Another 15% of voters said that they were not sure. The report was administrated between October 31st and November 2nd, with 995 likely U.S. voters participating. Additionally, U.S. authorities have been calling on Israel to pr proceed with a humanitarian pause, which is a temporary break in fighting. President Biden had a discussion with Netanyahu, Netanyahu where they spoke about the possibility of establishing tactical pauses, which referred to a leader-directed break in the operation. Nevertheless, nevertheless Netanyahu indicated in a recent interview that tactical pauses could potentially happen in the future of the conflict. As far as a tactical little pause, an hour here or an hour there, we've had them before. I suppose we'll check the circumstances in order to enable that, enable the goods, humanitarian goods, to come in, or our hostages, individual hostages, to leave. But I don't think... There's going to be a general ceasefire, Netanyahu stated. And all I can say to that, there can't be a, a ceasefire. Because say that he would call a ceasefire, that's basically giving up. Saying, go ahead, come, o come on over and take us over. Because we give up to you. We we've, uh, fly the white flag. Why is he going to do that after they're the one? The Hamas is the one that attacked them first on October seventh and killed thousands of people and took uh, over two hundred hostages. And now we're starting to find out that some of them aren't even alive anymore. Should they be able to get humanitarian goods in there? Yes, but make it to where you know push back Hamas, the ones that are. Clear and free, give them the help, and keep on push, pushing back Hamas. The more area that you get cleared out, the more humanitarian help that you can give, a water, food, electric, um, gas, whatever else they may need. But if you just do a ceasefire, give all those goods in, guess who's going to take it all away? Hamas is. They ain't going to let the people have it. They're going to use it for themselves. So no, I I'm glad that it's starting to be shown that majority of America stands with Israel and not with um, Hamas. You just got the young young American pe uh, students that don't know any better 
but think that there's something wrong with the United States when all their freedoms, even with them being able to protest. And I'm sick and tired of hearing, well, they're just protesting. It's their First Amendment right. No, it's not. The First Amendment right of being able to protest peacefully is their right. Protesting and damaging property and injuring people is not a First Amendment right. It states it in the Constitution. I'm, I constantly sit, read the Constitution. And the First Amendment is free speech, free press, and be able to protest peacefully, whether if it's against the government or any other individual, without prosecution. prosecution. But you can't, you can't just sit there and destroy property. Or hurt people because they don't believe in your views. And young people just don't know any better. They think they know it all. Especially, well, it all I can't say especially now, but it's always been like that. Young people always think they know better. No, they don't. They haven't seen everything. Because if they would actually see the truth and see what took place on 9-11 and how many people lost their lives here on... Here in the United States, they would understand better on what in the world Israel is going through and why they're doing what they're doing. They have the right to be able to defend themselves and defend their people. Just like how we did when 9-11 took place. And all I can say is that day is, a, is ticking to where we're going to have another 9-11 because of that southern border being open, they have captured a lot of people that are on the terrorist, terrorist hit list. And yet, how many have entered already and are on this side of the border amongst all of us in here in America? Like I say, it's just a matter of time. But no. All of America does not go along with the few, the foolish, the ones that are the hard right or the, excuse me, the hard left. That's just the very few, just the way how it is in, um, in Congress where you have the few that are those radicals. But now with what's going on, you can see that there's the moderate Democrats, but when it comes to, you guys still remember, but when it comes down to it, Democrats will all stick together. You'll see that next year when it's time to vote for president. They don't bicker amongst each other, and that's the only thing that's sickening with the Republicans. They like to fight amongst each other, including against the Democrats. It's time for them to start to gather together as a group and back each other up. And realize that they got to start looking towards the voter door to door just the way how the Democrats do. And not be afraid to stand up to say that, yes, we do stand up with Israel. 
that's all I have for for tonight. Thank you for listening. You guys are all great listeners. Um, uh, God bless our men and women that are uh, that serve our country. The men and women that serve the blue, the fire department, the EMT, and all our first responders. And God bless you. And God bless the Israel. They need it to continue to fight Hamas. And we'll see you on the next one.